Welcome to this week's Live From Rest podcast, which is episode number six. I am Steve Smith, the author of the Live From Rest app. And today I'm going to be playing you a very recent recording that I made for this podcast with musician, poet, church leader and conference speaker, Joshua Luke Smith, who, by the way, is my son and also a contributor to the Live From Rest app. If you didn't hear Josh last week, can I recommend that you listen to that particular episode before listening to this one? Josh is doing a two-part series on Sabbath and um, what you're going to hear today follows on very nicely from what we recorded last week. So those of you that are still with us are in for a treat. Joshua is part of the team that helped to develop the Live From Rest app and we created the app because we needed it and we think you might need it too. If you haven't done so already, do make sure that you go to the App Store or to Google Play Store and download it today. Discover meditation rooted in the way of Jesus and a life of peace with freedom from anxiety, worry and strife. So Josh, it is great to have you back on this podcast. We really enjoyed what you had for us last week. Um, I think last week we explained that you have this fantastic community called Orphan No More. And um, I'm really excited about the fact that you played at David's Tent. Do you want to tell us about what happened over the weekend? Yeah, so yeah, we played David's Tent this this year. So for anyone that doesn't know, uh, David's Tent is an incredible gathering of people, uh, really that that come together to worship for seventy two hours sh- straight. And um, you know, it's wonderful because there's all these these artists and worship leaders from around the world this year. There was Bethel and uh, the Hellslers, uh, Jason Upton, and we had the honor of playing there. Our community orphan no more. And what was very significant about it was. We, we went to David's tent last year in 2018 and we were there weeks after having lost one of our best friends and one of the mm. founding members of our community, Esther. Yep. And they, that, that time was so difficult and it was actually, I found it very hard to even sing the songs and to be in that environment. I knew it was right to go, but it was difficult. And there was a, oh. there was a, there was a time where um, in worship, I was just saying this prayer under my breath, very simple prayer, which is just even now, even now, I yeah. believe. And it's a prayer taken from John 11 where uh, the sister of Lazarus says to Jesus, um, say the word and even now Lazarus will rise. And so I was just saying this word, this prayer, even now, even now. It was a very, it was a broken prayer and it was a prayer that was that was an expression of grief. Well, a year later, we're on the stage and we're singing this song that we wrote called Even Now. And there's 5,000 people singing it back, uh, Uh receiving their breakthrough and singing it in belief. And I just thought, wow, look at what God can do with a a year. You know, it says in the scriptures that he will give you a garment of praise for the spirit of despair. Mm. And um, I I guess I I want this to be an encouragement to anyone listening who might be in a time of loss or time of grief, um, that there's a divine exchange that God wants to provide a spirit of despair um and 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 instead of that giving us a a garment of praise and uh so that's what we we experienced this weekend and and i pray that that the listeners might have um might have the same experience as well yeah and i I saw a couple of really short video clips that i don't know who it was that sent it to us but you also sang esther's song didn't you it is done yeah yeah we sang a song that esther wrote 
uh, months before she passed away that she wrote in, you know, in her battle with cancer and just wrote these lines. It is done. It is finished. Love has won. Death is defeated. And she wrote those words as she went through the battle with cancer as a defiant anthem of, uh, of the truth that, that she believed. It's so powerful. Yeah. I mean, if anybody listening to this hasn't heard those songs, both of those songs, they are so good songs. And of course, such good songs. And I'm biased because I, because Josh wrote one of them and you wrote one of them, Josh, and, and mm. Esther's a friend um, of the family. And, but they are such wonderful songs. So they can go to Spotify, YouTube, wherever, can't they? And, and, yeah. and hear those. Well, well, Dad, how about this? How about for a special treat for the Live From Rest podcast listeners, we add even now onto the end of this podcast. Great idea. You'll have to send me right. the MP3 or something, but we'll sort it out. Yeah, perfect. Well, Josh, last time you spoke to us about Sabbath, and that was really helpful. I really actually um, learned a lot from it, and I'm really looking forward to what you've got for us this time. Tell us what mm. you're going to share. Yeah, so I just want to kind of evolve where we got to last week. Um, we introduced the idea of Sabbath as this day that God gave to his people as a day that was holy and, and consecrated, set apart from the rest. And, and we can involve ourselves in a Sabbath lifestyle by engaging in this, this day a week and also in, in ways throughout the day, having Sabbath breaks and things. And I was thinking about it how some of us get a day off, one day off a week. Um, some of us experience Sabbaths, you know, over our lunch break for an hour. Mm. But there, there is an even uh, more integrated way of engaging in the Sabbath. And that is the Sabbath in our thought life. So I call it the thoughtful Sabbath. Mm. We are constantly thinking. And I don't know about you, um, but for me, my distress the, my anxiety, uh, the fears that I have, they are invoked in my thoughts more than they are in the external world. Would that, would that be true <laughs> for, mm. for you? You know, I think, I think that's where we can often find the, most, the lack of peace and where we most need the Sabbath rest. So I want to share just for a few minutes on how we can involve the Sabbath in our thought life. Should I, should I yeah, jump straight I, in? That sounds great. Yeah, go for it, Josh. So Psalm 139 is this incredible passage and it says this. Um, I'm going to go from verse 17. It says, How precious to me are your thoughts, O God, how vast the sum of them. If I were to count them, there would be more than the grains of sand on all the beaches. It says, I awake and I am still with you. And what's so powerful about this scripture is the psalmist has the courage and the conviction to say the, the thoughts God has about him are precious and the reason that's powerful is we so often believe, even very subtly and subconsciously, that God is perhaps indifferent about us, or worse, has thoughts that are that are not that are not kind, that are not generous, that are not patient, but that yeah. God is perhaps angry, perhaps God is frustrated, perhaps he is condemning. We build these images of God in our minds. The, uh, the philosopher Blaise Pascal said, God created man in his image and then man returned the favor. And so we build <laughs> these ideas of God that are really based around our perception yeah. of him. But the psalmist says, no, no, the thoughts that God has about me are precious thoughts. They're yeah. precious to me because they are a more lofty idea of who I am than I have of myself. So mm. holding that in mind, there is an opportunity all day to engage with the precious thoughts that God has about us that, that, should, um, that should uncover 
and expose and heal the thoughts that we have about ourselves. So mm. what I love about this is um, it's actually in the Old Testament, Joshua is commanded, meditate on the word day and night. Meditate on the word day and night because God knew that Joshua needed a higher perception of reality than what he was going to face. The battles, yep. the fortified cities, he needed a higher way of thinking. And so the way that this really it connects to the Sabbath is throughout the day, we have an opportunity to consecrate our thoughts and the moment to moment happenings of our day as places of engaging with a higher truth and a higher reality. Yeah. There's a neurologist who, um, who did a TED talk and she showed this. She said, it takes around 15 seconds uh, for a grateful thought, for a positive thought to really stick inside your mind, but only three seconds for a negative thought. So you can get to the end of the day and feel like it was a terrible day despite all the good things that happened, mm. despite all the Sabbath moments, the moments of rest the moments of peace, the moments where you could have been grateful about what God had done. So yeah. the thoughtful Sabbath is saying today, throughout my thought life, I'm going to engage with a higher way of thinking, a higher way of seeing the world and a higher way of believing what, what reality really is. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's brilliant. So, um, I mean, there's, there's, I, I can keep going. If you want to throw a question out, I know that I've thrown out some big concepts. We can... Uh, we can do no, yeah, and I'm just thinking that that whole business of meditate day and night. I've there, there's there's a psalm, one of David's psalms. So you, you mentioned that, that Joshua was commanded to, to to meditate day and night, and I know that that I think it's Psalm 119. David talks about, or it's probably not David, is it? But the psalmist talks about yes. continual meditation, and and we we so easily think of little slots of time, and that's my meditation. Um, but it's got to be it's, it's a it's, it's got to be a constant process, isn't it? Even maybe subconsciously. It, yes, absolutely. Yeah, you know that in John sixteen, Jesus says, um, "There is one who is coming who will convict the world of righteousness, sin, and judgment." He's talking of the Holy Spirit, yeah. where he where he will come and he will expose, um, you know, how we see the world and how we see ourselves. And I have this I have this kind of uh, th this image when I read that verse. You know, we are the temples of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is coming to his house, his mm -hmm. temple, to conduct an eviction of mm -hmm. anything living in that temple, living in that place, which isn't of him. So I have this little line that I often say to myself, Josh, when you feel conviction, there's about to be an eviction, right? Yeah. When you feel conviction, something is about to leave. And when we engage mm. in the Sabbath in our thoughts, we can do it constantly. So we can feel, okay, you know, perhaps, perhaps you're conscious of telling a lie. Well, there's a moment right there where you can stop and you can engage and you can say this very simple prayer. Holy Spirit, would you evict from my thought life squatters in the mm. temple? And, yeah. and what will happen there is the Holy Spirit will, will move out. It says perfect love casts out fear. Perfect love doesn't ask fear to leave politely. It casts it out. The Holy Spirit will move from the very core of our beings that which does not have permission to, to, to live there anymore. So yeah. the Sabbath is actually, you know, it relates to, in, in some ways to what Lucinda, my mom has talked about over the last few weeks. The Sabbath becomes warfare. The Sabbath yeah. becomes resistance, mm. slowing yourself down regularly throughout the day and saying, Holy Spirit, 
I want to consecrate my thoughts. I want to be mindful of you. Creates an opportunity to be free from the lies and the shame and the control which so often hinders hinders us throughout the day. Yeah, brilliant. I, I, as you've been saying that, I've got this imagery of Jesus cleansing the temple. Yes. And I, I bet I'm not the only person that has had that thought in relation to us being temples. And and the, when the whole, what's, what's your phrase when when the, you have when you conviction, feel an eviction, can, there's about to be an eviction. <laughs> when you feel a conviction, there's going to be an eviction. Yeah. Um, and it's yeah, it's not gentle. It's yeah. When Jesus cleansed the temple, that was it was a violent act, wasn't it? Yes, and, yeah, and and we need to be violent. <laughs> yeah, with, absolutely. With, with, yeah, with negativity, stuff. Absolutely, not of, of the Lord. Good thought. Yeah, Amen, Amen. I'll just share one more scripture, if that's all right. Yeah, go for it. This is from two Corinthians ten, and and it says this: For though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. Mm -hmm. So taking our thoughts captive really is an act of warfare. And the Sabbath, the Sabbath, which we talked about last week, the Sabbath, a holy day, the Sabbath, the peace of Christ, the Sabbath, the place where we remind ourselves who we are and whose we are, is the opportunity we have moment to moment to to live out that warfare and to Mm. live lives that are free and from rest and not for it. Sure. Yeah, Yeah, since we've been doing these podcasts, it's only, this is is number six now, isn't it? There's just seemed to be paradox after paradox and, and... We've got another one here, haven't we? Paradox of 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 the sort of violent cleansing of the temple for yes. rest. Yes. Um, so that there could be rest, so that there could be peace. Um, yes. We yeah. Need to, I we think need that, to, yeah. I think oh, it's sorry, an important. Im- it's no. I was going to say it's just, it's an important image because it moves us from being passive about these things to being very intentional. You know, it, it says when Jesus was outside the temple, he fashioned a whip, you know, mm-hmm. he, he prepared, he prepared himself to go in to the temple and cleanse it. And we need to take time yeah. to, we need to, we need to fashion these really? times. We need to be still, you know, we need to stop. I'm saying this to myself, you know, open the app, the Live From Rest app is, uh-huh. you know, taking, taking five, 10 minutes every day to do that is intentional and um and it requires discipline and it requires obedience but the the reward is the freedom the abundant life that jesus came to give us yeah that's good i i I want to do another podcast um on the subject of, of discipline i've been to my daughter's house your sister's house and seen some quotes on on her that she's from you that she's put on her on her wall um, yeah, one of the quotes was, "An act, discipline is an act of kindness to your future self." It's hard work, but it's but it's such a good investment. Yeah, yeah. Like the gym never feels good, but in in six months from now, there'll be a version of me that will be grateful um, that I, you know, that I put the yeah. effort in, and and the spiritual disciplines are no different. Yeah. yeah. I had another great quote on 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 um, Sabbath from Craig Groeschel, and it's uh, he was saying, "Choose your pain, choose yes. the pain of choose the pain of discipline, and if you um, or the pain of regret." 
Wow, and there you go. Yeah, yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, that's very well put. And we need we need to be disciplined, don't we? And we need to be disciplined to have um, a literal Sabbath once a week, whenever whenever it is, and also just to have a Sabbath of the mind. That's a fantastic concept, Sabbath of the mind. That that is that yeah, every day, every moment is potentially a Sabbath, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, it makes the day, the the onslaught of the day feel a lot less intimidating. I had mm. it this morning, aware of all the meetings I had, the deadlines. And I thought, you know what, this concept of living from rest is real. As much yeah. as I evoke it and I appropriate it in my life, you know, moment to moment. And it's those simple truths that, that, that you learn to do. You know, if you haven't started using the app yet, I encourage you to use the app because mm. you learn these little prayers and sayings. Um, that you can engage with throughout the day. You know, Jesus, I belong to you. You know, these small phrases that reignite and re-engage you in the truer reality running through the current of all that we experience throughout our days. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, so for anybody listening who hasn't yet experienced our app, we encourage you to do so. It's available on the Apple App Store and the Google, um, Google Play. So Play Store, just type in Live From Rest and, and enjoy the app. <laughs> yeah. Josh, thank you so much. This has been fantastic. And we're going to hear your song in just a short while um, for anybody that um, wants to, con- you know, and I, if, you, if you've got time, just you know, maybe just put your, put your feet up, close your eyes and, and enjoy, enjoy the song. Just a reminder of where people can find the song and the websites. Yeah, so so you can go to orphannomore.co um, or search Orphan No More in in any music provider, and you'll be able to find all the music that we've released. And yeah, I hope you enjoy it. Brilliant. Great. Well, Josh, I've enjoyed this. Always great talking to you, of course, my son. <laughs> and um, we'll have you on this podcast soon, I hope. Thank you so much, Josh. Absolute pleasure. Though the storm rages on And there's darkness in the sky If you're standing in the boat with us tonight The wind and waves subside Though the storm rages on And there's darkness in the skies You're standing in the bowl with us tonight The wind and waves subside Even now, even now Even now, even now Even now, even now 
stand outside the grave And the mourners come to grieve You're the resurrection and the life We believe, we believe.